Welcome to Set the Sails, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Brought to you by Bucks Life Media and our official sponsor, the Jersey Wave. Streaming on fanstreamsports.com, airing on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And now, your hosts, James Flash Ludeman, James Britt Buck Wilson, and Ruth the Truth Cagius. We are going live in three, two, one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode, number 12 of Set the Sales, a Bucks Life podcast. My name is James Ludeman, welcoming you. Of course, we are live every Monday night on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. We're live on Bucks Life Media and all the other areas as well. Uh, so thank you all so much for joining us. We are in for a jam-packed, fun, interactive show. And what I mean by interactive, in case you can't tell, there's this little thing down here, the ticker. Oh, it's going this way, actually. Uh, 727-300-5904. You can call anytime throughout the show if you want to call, if you want to talk bucks, if you want to talk about what we're talking about, if you want to, uh, I guess, talk to Ruth. Hashtag date Ruth. Maybe you can call and say, give, give a shout, I guess. I don't know how that'll work, but we'll figure it out. So we got uh, we got a full crew in the house tonight. So we'll start with my co-host or one of them now. Uh, who's going to join us now? Mr. Britt Buck himself. Good evening, sir. How are we doing? Good evening. Good evening. Episode 12. I can't believe like we've made it this far. And you know what's actually incredible? It's, you know what? It's a, one of those bittersweet moments. Um Obviously, we've been advertising a certain guest, haven't we, uh, this week? Weren't we expecting somebody tonight? Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think we were. Sorry, I'm answering my fan mail. Uh, but anyway, no, we were expecting someone. Had to make a little bit of a, of a change, and that's okay, because in the, in the business, you got to do that every now and then. Let's bring on our uh, third host. Of course, her name is Ruth The Truth Kagias joining us. Uh, you can catch her all over the place. She does a bunch of different podcasts. Uh, she's our host here, and she's fantastic. Ruth, how are we doing on Monday? How are you? Hello, my Jameses. I am doing absolutely great. I spent my day at the beach. Living in Florida is such a plus. <laughs> That's so I just got back not too long ago, but I'm super excited. Episode 12, let's bring it to them. Yeah. We just uh, want to give a, a shout out to all of our followers who have been following us from the very beginning. We really appreciate you guys and make sure you are calling that number down below. We love interacting with you guys, so make sure to give us a call and give us a topic and we'll we'll hash it out. So we had to do this show with uh, we had to do this show with with a fourth. Uh, he's kind of, you know, he's called me his, uh, a, a co-host on, on their show. So I think it's only fair that we dub him. Uh, he's the fourth man, the fourth guy uh, as he pours his drink of joy. Oh, hello. El Bushman. He is one of the hosts of sports caffeine, which you can check, uh, you can check out just about every morning, Monday through Friday, uh, at 9am on their channel over at sports caffeine. Of course, a part of the Fan Stream Sports Podcast Network, which we're also a part of as well. El Bushman, how are we doing? I'm good. Happy Monday to everybody. Happy Monday. Yes. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I call Wish it you... the motivational Mondays. Then no, no. Yeah. No. no, let's let's become Friday. No, no motivational <laughs> Monday. 
I would take, bar. I'll take Taco Tuesday or Hump Day or Happy Thursday, but not Motivational Monday. No, I'll That's take not- Motivational Mondays. I'll be my day. For some Thursday, reason, Mondays Thursday. usually are like my best days of the week. I don't know. Ruth? Maybe it's to hang out with you guys on night. I don't know. Yeah, Ruth, you can so have, far. you can have your Monday. You can. Have All right, it. thank you. I'll take my Monday. Wow. <laughs> Th- Thursday though, it's just it's Friday Eve. That's that's all it is now. That's right. true. That's true. Well, we're so glad you guys are here. Of course, if you're listening to us later on, you can catch the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, anywhere that podcasts are available. You can Spotify, Spotify as well. We're not yet yeah. on iHeartRadio. We're not on that yet. I just want to sing that. To be honest, it's fun. Uh, so anyway, because it's, it's nationwide, also on your side. It is nationwide is on your side. Gentlemen, gentlemen, real quick. I'm trying to share our link right now on Facebook. How do I do that? <clears throat> you click the share button and then click share. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's not working on my phone. You, you so can to to oh. Give me a second. Why did you just you just walk right into that, by the way, Ruth? You know, remember, well, remember, Ruth, it's Motivational Monday. Motivational Monday. <laughs> motivating you. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. Uh, over the weekend, we had some very interesting comments uh, from one Mr. Donovan Smith. Uh, had some interesting comments uh, about, you know, COVID-19 and the Bucks and, uh, and also his contract. I thought there were some uh, interesting comments in that. So we're going to kind of go around the bend here. Uh, he Basically, the overall message of what he was saying was Donovan Smith believes that playing during the pandemic is not worth it. Uh, so so that's something very interesting that we can talk about. So uh, we'll start down this way and we'll go around. So L. Bushman, uh, kick us off. How did you feel about what you saw? And uh, is he right, I guess, is the other question. Yeah, well, I look at it as a player's point of view and he he's he is right on his stance because you know he has a new baby on the way he has a family you know he doesn't want to get infected and pass along to his family members too as well um you know it, it's his choice um i definitely thinking you know leaving 14 million dollars on the table that's that's something i wouldn't do uh personally if if i was uh, a guy in his position where he's making a lot of money but I, I, he definitely has the right to do that. I'm not going to shame him or tell him he's wrong for, for you know, taking the proper precautions by, you know, keeping himself safe and his family. So if he's not wanting to play because he's worried about COVID, you know, stay safe, take care of the new baby that's on the way. And you know what? If you want to give me that $14 million, I'd be happy to accept that in one big fat check, and that would be fine with me. So I, my stance on it is he is not in the wrong here. He's doing whatever's right for his family. So that's his opinion. So we're obviously seeing, you know, uh, Ruth, I'm going to jump to you here in a second, but we're obviously seeing, you know, the state of Florida who has one of the, you know, highest cases of coronavirus right now. Uh, and as the far fo- as- It would be the fourth highest in right. the world if it was a country that's okay so there, you know, that makes it even better so again you know it's a situation where we look and say you know is he right or wrong at this point ruth go ahead jump in there yeah i mean like al bushman had mentioned we can't blame him for feeling the way that he feels because he does have a newborn he does have a family and I mean, I respect the guy for coming out and giving his opinion, but this is just more of an incentive for the NFL to make sure that they have their ducks in a row and they have a plan in action to be able to, you know, reconcile with these players and make them feel safe. And obviously, honestly, 
to be honest with you, I think that all these leagues are going to see how the MLS and how NBA and how their situation, you know, ends up with the pandemic. And then they're kind of based off of that. I feel like they're going to be able to build a better plan and make things work. Let's say, for example, MLS has had a lot of players have positive tested positive, And there's been some teams that have had to uh, like step back from playing in the tournaments because of, of COVID. I think the NFL is going to have to learn from the mistakes that they have made and set forth a plan that we won't have to, you know, worry about players getting infected during the NFL season. But I'm, I'm hoping that the players can come together and make it happen. But I'm, I'm not upset if they sit out. I'm not going to shame anybody from sitting out. But I mean, if you're if you're walking away from a lot of money, I would hope that you have all the information that you can before you make a decision that big. So, Britt Bug, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you weigh in. I want to I want to read a quote from this. Uh, that says this, and this is courtesy of, of ESPN. I'll read this quote. It says, how can a sport that requires physical contact on every snap and transferal of all types of body fluid every single play practice social distancing? Uh, how can I make sure that I don't bring COVID back to my house? Yes, we can get tested every day, but if it takes 24 hours to get my results, how do I know that I'm not spreading this virus or contracting it? So I think that's that's a legitimate argument, but go ahead, uh, go ahead, Britt Buck. You got the floor. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is where I kind of get on my little rant here. Um, you know what? Feel free to mute my mic if this goes off in a direction that no one really wants to travel down. Okay. So first of all, Donovan Smith is absolutely 100% well within his rights as a human being. I have seen this guy catching so much. Like, You know, I'm not going to swear. I am not going to swear. He has caught so much criticism on social media from people criticizing his decision to say, you know what, it, right now, with all the information that I have in front of me, the fact that I am going to be a new dad, I am going to have a like a wife who has just given birth, whose immune system is lowered, I am not going to put myself at risk. But Donovan Smith is kind of in a bit of a, a strange situation where he has to find a line between Donovan Smith, the football player, and Donovan Smith, the human being. Because, you know, what? yeah, he the things he, he says are absolutely right. But you are a football player in a league that stands for not for long. That means, you know what? Sure, his salary will be furloughed away from the salary cap for this year if he elects not to play. You can damn well rest assured that the Buccaneers are not going into next season with Tom Brady and no starting left tackle, which is going to create a massive headache for the team. Wow. Now, well, you're a football if he comes back, if he comes back next year, then that means, you know what? Sure. Yeah. Let's hear it again. Let's, Let's hear it again. again. Yeah. I, I I would uh, I would say this for the Bucks if he decides not to play that kind of gives them an opportunity with uh, with that money they can save that fourteen million dollars where they can go out and get a guy on the cheap maybe for five million bucks that's still available right now which nobody's picked up on because of you know COVID testing and everything so this this could almost be a win win for both sides because a he's he's doing what he wants to do he's taking care of his family by being safe saves the Bucks a ton of money and they can go out and get some depth because we know depth is one of the biggest issues with the Bucks right now. Great starting lineup, but 
but depth is the issue. So I think that kind of – it's a win-win on both sides if he plays or if he doesn't play. So I, I would look at it. There's a positive outlook on this, you know, depending on, on what shakes down. All right, Brett, yeah. try to finish your thought real quick. And then, Ruth, you go yeah. right after him. I mean, the it, it's, it's a good point that Evan makes, but I, I still think that there is, there is definitely two sides to this story. But either way that comes out of this, you cannot criticize a human being for making a decision – based on the health of them and their family. That's how a lot of the country has gotten into this mess because a lot of people are like, the virus won't get me because I have rights. I don't have to worry about what happens. If I catch the virus, I'm probably going to be fine. People have to think beyond the individual, and that's what Donovan Smith is doing. He's worried that if he catches the virus, you know what, he'll probably be okay. He might be ill for a few weeks, but he will probably be okay in the long run. But what happens to someone else who he passes that on to? Are they going to be okay? So no, don't go judging him. Don't go criticizing his decision. He has made a decision based on what's best for him as a football, like not as a footballer, as a as a human being. And it just people just need to accept that and they need to move on or say something positive. Right. To add on to that, do you think that the NFL had any right to tell the players that they wouldn't be able to jersey swap during games? <laughs> do you think that even makes a difference? I, I don't I think don't. it doesn't make a lot of sense because they're going to be hugging each other and tackling each other right. during the game. Yeah. What what does what's what's going to hurt them swapping right. jerseys? That makes no sense to me. That just kind of says Hey, you can you can do it all the way up to a point, and then after the game, you can't give each other, embrace each other, and, and swap. Yeah. That makes no, no sense no, this, to me whatsoever. This is the example I give. You ready, Ruth? Okay. You gonna, we're gonna you all four of us. We're gonna go out and we're gonna share one drink all together out of one cup. We're gonna share one drink, all the same drink. Doesn't matter. We're all gonna drink out of the same cup. Is there four, four different four different straws? No, 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 we are sharing one cup, no straws. We are sipping that junk. And then what's going to happen is at the end of the night, we can't handshake to say goodbye or hug to say goodbye. It's the same exact thing. It's literally saying, okay, you can take something for three hours because these games are roughly about two hours, two, uh, two to three, usually three hours, Yeah, depending yeah. on that or overtime. And then you're saying, oh, well, don't touch each other after the game, though, because yeah. for those 30 seconds, you're going to get corona. That's stupid. <laughs> that doesn't make any yeah. sense whatsoever. Is MLS, that hasn't been thought out. Are MLS players and, and soccer players swapping jerseys at the end of the game? I haven't seen it yet. I don't no. know. Yeah, I haven't paid attention to that. I've watched a few games and I haven't seen um, any jersey swaps happening, but um, kudos to the MLS. They are definitely putting on a great show. Vamos Orlando. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so uh, of course you can call it. If Ooh. you want to talk about this, 727-300-5904. Go, Britt Buck. You, you had something to mention. I was just going to say, um, I, I think anyone sort of watching here now live, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, um, Seizure, whatever you're watching on, and you know, anyone who's played football, uh, thank you, Donnie. No, the MLS players are not swapping shirts. Anyone who's played like football knows that it is impossible to socially distance during even playing flag football. It is impossible to socially distance. To then turn around and say, listen, we know that you've been smearing this guy all over your face and you've been smearing yourself against this guy's face, 
but you can't swap jerseys afterwards. Yeah. So Will, Willie says, how about wear mask inside the restaurant, then take mask off inside mask to eat, and then put it right back on again. It, it's, I don't know. Anyway, it, right. it's just, I, I understand the point. I get it. And I'm not, uh, I'm kind of, I was on JP's show Thursday and Al Bushman, he knows about this because he's been in the studio with JP. We know. He, he, there are a lot of things that you can look at with COVID and say there's not enough information and there isn't. There's, there's not. There's a lot of things about this that we know and there's a lot of things that we don't know. But at the same time, that's so awkward, Jay and Willie. You guys are weird. I know. Willie, Willie's cracking me up, man. I swear to what God. What is he saying? He, he, me too. he wants he wants Britbug to show him his boobs. Anyway, whatever. All right, man. The bottom line is is that I think this is silly. I look, I I think it's silly that they can't jersey swap. But what I will say is I don't think it's silly for Donovan Smith to think about his family's health. I, I don't yeah. think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. At the, at the end of the day, this is super uncommon ground for everybody because nobody so has been through really, you guys are weird. nobody's I been through a situation. Sorry about that. No one's been through a situation like this. So like I said, they're they really gotta pay attention and just cross their T's and dot their I's and make sure that they have a good game game plan. But there will be an NFL season, so let's not talk these ifs or what if. No, there's going to be an NFL season, and yeah, it's going to happen. I, I will say this too. I think as the season go on, goes on, they're gonna they're gonna keep learning as the weeks go on. Okay, what's working right. for them? And they're also going to look at too. Okay, if anybody's been testing positive week one, okay, is anybody test, testing positive week two? As the weeks go by, and then they have you know zero cases or zero cases, or, or hey, maybe if one pops up. They're going to have something in place where, okay, we've got one that popped up. He's in quarantine. We're going to fix that problem and make it better. So I think, I think no matter what, in what league, no matter what it is, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, MLB, NFL, I think it's a learning curve because they've never been in this, this type of situation before. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a learning curve. It's going to be a learning process too as the season goes on because nothing like this has happened during any kind of professional sports in ever. So it, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be an interesting, see how they're going to deal with this on a week to week, week to week basis, because you are going to have players that are going to test positive for COVID. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's going to happen. It's not going to be, it's already happened, yeah. yeah, it's not going to be, it's unavoidable thing. You are going to have guys that test positive. So if you're doing fantasy football leagues, if you have a guy that tests positive, you're going to have to get that guy that, that backs him up. So I think what the NFL is doing right now is taking those proper precautions. And I think another subject we're going to be talking into is the the, the, the face shield on their mask too as well. That's, that's a step in the right direction of what they're doing. Yeah, and that's actually a great segue. It's like you've done this before, Albert. I know. For some uh, reason, I don't know. It comes natural. It's a great segue. So I want to get your guys' opinions out there. And if you want to call us, please do 727-300-5904. You're more than welcome to call it anytime you're ready. But what I will say is the NFL, uh, more specifically the company Oakley, who actually makes some pretty solid glasses, by the way, some sunglasses, uh, has come out with a prototype, it seems, and regular uh, glasses too. The, uh, yeah, there you go. A prototype of a new face uh, shield and a new face type mask. Uh, if you want to go on and see that, the picture is online. It's everywhere. Uh, actually, I could try to see here in a second, maybe while somebody else is talking, if I can pull up a picture of that. Uh, so I'll try to do that here in just a second. But uh, but yeah, it, I think it looks really awesome. Uh, and I think uh, you know it looks really it looks really cool. It's not like 
to me, it's not a distraction. You know, like that's what my biggest fear about this would be is that these would be a distraction. So, Pitbuck, have you have you heard about these, and do you think they I, would be effective? Okay, um, I'm just trying to sort of think how I can sort of answer this question. Um, yes, I have seen the um, the bit of plastic with the holes in it, and anybody who knows anything about immunology virology um spore transfer aspiration anything like that knows that the only thing that that little piece of plastic is going to do is catch most of your spit you're still breathing out you're still inhaling exhaling it, air is just going to go through these holes doing exactly what it's designed to do a virus isn't going to come floating along and go oh shit there's a piece of plastic in my way i can't infect this person you're dreaming if you think that you're absolutely dreaming if you think that football as someone has said in the comments a lot of games you can be socially distant football it's not happening you are literally spitting on a guy whether or not you want to in the trenches the trenches for anyone who's not played football the trenches are a horrible horrible dirty looking place where only vikings and madmen dare to stand um <laughs> There's fingers going in holes. There's all kind of weird yeah. stuff going on in there. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if Dean Jensen is around, he will completely agree. Like if you look at like big red Ryan Jensen, that is an offensive lineman. That is a center. You wouldn't mess with this dude. And that's why he's a center. But yeah, it's, those, those face masks are not going to do anything at all. They're just, they're not. I, I disagree. I disagree. I, I, I think, haven't seen them yet, so I would love to get a picture of them. I, uh, I, I, I've seen them, and I think, I think it might cut down a little bit. I mean, obviously, you know, we're gonna have positive tests no matter what. But I think if it cuts down just a smidge of what, what we're all, you know, hoping it doesn't do, the hope, you know, a lot of COVID, you know, people getting tested positive for it. I think, I think it's good. I mean, uh, obviously, it's not gonna protect everybody from you know, somebody that has COVID with, of course, you know, if you have holes in the, in the breathable mass part, you know, stuff's going to get through, but either way, I think if it cuts down a little bit, I think it's a win-win for everybody to have those on there just to have some sort of, you know, shield on there to protect something. So. Right. I agree. I feel like any way, any tool that they can use to help maybe cut down the spread of the virus. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Here's here's what they should do. They should have those, you know, in the, those huge circular bubbles that they have for like uh, yes, absorbing. You know, that yes, that's what they should have for for NFL. Is have football. Yeah, yes. have everybody in those 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 big balloon spheres and just run around like that, and that's how you won't get COVID. That's how oh, you know. What? In fact, you know, I'm gonna go one better because I like obviously like there's the giant hamster balls. But you can have like the top bubbles, yes. Like for um, if you've ever seen like I think it's like bubble soccer or something like that. That is what we need to bring into the and a quarterback can throw the ball. And you've got to reach your hands up through the top of the bubble, yep. and then the idea is to like knock you not backwards or down, but out of bounds. So you just bumping this guy and bouncing him oh, until he's and, and for wide receivers though, for wide receivers the balls will be in the end zone. You have to dive into the ball to catch the ball to score the touchdown. Yeah. It's like it's like we're inventing a new game right now. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, bro. So uh Keith Big Nasty joining us live in the comments. What's up, Big Nasty? He says, What do you mean the trenches is my happy place? 
Jay Bucks always. I'm positive. Hey, nasty. I'm positive. I ain't getting on no plane. That's how Jay Bucks. No I don't know. Maybe that's how. I pity the fool who has to get on a plane. John Decker, of course, from the JP Show, is uh, on with us. I'll send you a picture of them, Ruth. Hopefully, well, never mind. I'm not going to finish that. Uh, Brit, oh, Donnie, Brit Buck, fix your connection. Donnie is always right on top of our of our glitches. Anytime uh, there is an issue, Donnie is on top of it every time. Yeah, uh, me and Donnie have got a bit of a kinship because we both know the pain of dealing with like Canadian internet service providers. <laughs> You guys are like second internet cousins over there. It's fantastic. It's, of course, and uh, again, he's got, he's got a good connection though, and that doesn't help. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, you always know what? Uh, you can Contracts. you can always uh, you can always if you'd like. Uh, the one place that does have a good connection is our phone line, which is surprisingly open right now. Seven two seven three zero zero five nine zero four. You can call anytime throughout the show. We're gonna move on to our next uh, little bit here. And I actually think that this is an interesting – it's a little bit of an NFL story, but the Bucks are also oh – I'm taking – no, mute. <laughs> so uh, this, is, this is a little bit of a fun topic for us to talk about, and I'm not sure how many of us out there – oh, Shooter in the Stash joining us, everybody. Shoots. Welcome. How's it going? Hey, shoot up. Shoots out there, good buddy of mine. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you guys about this. Madden 21 is going to be coming out next month. Today they released uh, – actually, they only released one of the uh, guarantees of the rating system, which you know Madden is not the greatest video game in the world. It has its flaws, obviously, in a lot of areas. Uh, but one of the first 99s that have been given out was courtesy of our friends over at ESPN First Take this morning. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is shocker. the first shocker, is shocker. the first uh, 99 in the game. And they actually released some other Didn't ones. Didn't they have Aaron Rodgers as a 99 once? It was a while ago because Aaron Rodgers was not a 99 in this game. In fact, Aaron Rodgers is not even in the 90s in this game. Nope. 89. He is, he is an 89. So, uh, interestingly enough, uh, Tom Brady is a 90. He's in the top five. Uh, so I thought that was very interesting. Uh, so let's me, see if Randy Moss feels the same way. Randy Moss. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're, we're, by the way, we're signing Randy Moss. Breaking news, everybody. Uh, and Antonio Brown and Ladalian Tomlinson. Yep. Yeah, we have no cap problems. We're going to get uh, Jamal Adams, too. We're going to get all of them. I yeah, don't yeah. think Mahomes deserves a 99. Oh, wow. I agree with you. I think Thank Kansas you. City will strongly disagree with you, Mr. Then That's Kansas City. I, I'm just saying I don't think he deserves a 99. Right, I would say – Plead your case. I, Plead your case. I, I would say shoot him down to maybe a 97. I would bump down Russell Wilson down to not a 97. I'd go 95 for Russell, Russell Wilson and have Mahomes a 97. I agree with that. Wow. I, I just I don't – I, I mean, look, listen, I get it. He won a Super Bowl – you know, he's now the $500 million man. I just don't think a 90, just because you did all that, you were 99. So you were hurt two games last year. You know, so what? Right. I, he won an MVP and he's won a Super Bowl in two years. Two. Do you think he would have won the MVP if he would have played those last, what, those no, two games? No, I don't ago? think so. No, I don't think so either. The, way, Lamar, the, way, the way Lamar played was just out of this world and everything. And I'm really surprised they gave Lamar a 92. I would have seen him up. I would have thought Lamar would be over Drew Brees, who got a 94. I would have Lamar over Drew Brees and drop Drew Brees down. But, yeah, I don't, I, Mahomes, Mahomes gets a 97 in my book. 97. When it comes to these Madden stats, like how how do they rate these guys? Is it like so, 
rating them? No. So how this happens is EA Sports hires the hires guys pretty much off the street to go evaluate players at their training camps. They go, they hire these guys, they wear EA Sports jackets, and they go and evaluate. And that's what they do. And then after they evaluate these players, they go back to EA and say, okay, this is what I thought about this player. This is what his grade is. And they have a checklist of what they go down about what these players' skill sets are. And then that's how they rank them. They're not graded by ESPN. Has no, they have no say in what they what they do with the ratings. This is all EA Sports. So let me ask you what that segues perfectly actually into one thing that I was going to bring up because I love bringing this up every time Madden ratings come out. Has any one of the three of you, because this could actually this might actually be Ruth's next homework, has anyone read the letter from Ethan Albright? Uh, no, no, you know, no, I don't even know who that is. This is absolutely amazing. Okay, so there was a player called Ethan Albright who was a, a backup offensive lineman for the Washington Redskins, and he wrote the most hilarious letter to EA Sports after he was the lowest-rated player in the game. Um, he actually, I believe he wrote it to directly to John Madden, Um and he also like copied like EA Sports into it. Um, John Madden, who he really loved Brett Favre. You know, he's a big Brett Favre guy. Wow, that's really good. Thank you, thank that's you. I have really one, good. I have one, and that's it. That's the only one I can do. That's it. So I'll go, see. I'll go back to the Patrick Mahomes thing about him being ninety nine because the other rankings that they have, they have the th- uh, the QB uh, QB throw power ratings. Josh Allen is a ninety nine power. Mahomes is a ninety seven. So if if Mahomes overall gets a ninety nine ranking, well, isn't that bringing him down if he if he has a ninety seven in the throwing? So what what's our Madden ratings? That's you guys tell us. Obviously, we yeah. know Ruth's going to be a ninety nine. So just don't even bother with her. One hundred. What are you talking about? No, there is no one. There is no. Devin oh, Hester has There's was no the first and only player. Devin Hester, first and only player to ever receive a hundred rating on Madden. And he received a hundred speed rating. He des- he deserved it. He absolutely deserved it. A hundred. He was even good. though there were people who were faster than him. He still got a hundred speed rating. Is there anyone rated above uh, Patrick Mahomes on the Madden ratings? No. Is there, is there anyone worthy? No. I, you can you can have him as the, as the top ranking guy. I mean, Russell Wilson is definitely deserving of the number two slide. But when it comes to the the three and four, three is Drew Brees. I disagree with that. You have Lamar at four at ninety two, and you have Drew Brees at ninety four. So I, w- I would flip flop those two guys, and 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 be done. And number five, you can round a Tom Brady. Tom Brady is good with a ninety. That's fine with me. So other than that, well, you know, I believe you call, I yourself, this you call yourself a ninety nine. You're not a ninety nine. Sorry, I love you, Scott. Yeah. But you got to yeah. be humble too. Humble is a part of your Madden rating. If you're humble, then you get like an extra point because nobody wants to. Nobody's going to give Deshaun Jackson a 99. He's not humble at all. Sorry. He's at least a 92. Anyway. Um, I mean, I, I've brought this up, though, before. Like, Lamar Jackson, you know what? Now there's, like, this tape out on the guy. Watch him not have a good season this year. I've said that before. He's going to have a down year from the year he had before. He's He'll have a great season, but he's not going to have an MVP season like everybody thinks he's going to have. He's going to have a down season because everybody's going to adapt to him. Listen, what they need to do is they need to bring Brett Favre back to the Jets. I think that's what they need to do. <laughs> what? Donnie, 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 no, 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 no. Hold on, Donnie. Donnie gave us rating. <laughs> you, you, you are gonna have to you are gonna have to break that rating down. 
This is unacceptable. A 77? Nine? Oh, this wow. is blasphemy. Really, really, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm Johnny, okay with. I I'm see okay. what you did that. I I'm okay with an 87. That. That's that's horrible. Shut up, Alex, man. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Donnie, you, Donnie, you the man. We're... You're muted. Anyways, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not on a power trip. I promise. Anyway, so so here's the thing. Look, this is all right. Let me ask you guys this real quick before we uh, kind of jump on to our next topic, which is actually going to be a fun game that we're debuting here on the show. So we're going to tell you about that here in just a second. Real quick, give me your next two Tampa Bay Buccaneers with high rankings. So obviously we got Tom Brady, who's going to probably be the highest at 90. So who follows him? Two two guys that you got following him. Who are they? Go ahead. Mike Evans, Rob Minkowski. I would uh, rate Mike Evans at a 96 and Rob at a 90. No, he's not going to be rated higher than Tom. So I would I would say tonight. Chris Chris Godwin is probably an eighty five, wow. and then Evans Evans is an eighty. Wow, you think Evans is an eighty? Anyway, yeah. right. no, no. I know what he's saying though because the man rated two haters. Well, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's right. That's we, right. We've we've seen like ninety rated players get traded to the books and lose like fifteen ratings points just because they're now a Tampa Bay book. Um, who do I think is going to be the next two? I think it's going to be Evans, but I think as uh, I think as Evans saying that it's it's not going to be near the nineties. I think he'll be in the high eighties. Um, I don't. I know that the disrespect is real, but I don't think it's that bad just yet. Um, and I'm going to surprise everyone here. The next highest rated player is going to be Levante David. Mm, okay. You know, you know what man ra- ratings remind me of? Did you guys ever see that show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Of course. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. With everything's made up and the points don't matter. That's right. The points are like Canada. Uh, so, you know, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, for me, I think my next two behind Brady, I think Evans is – I'm with Scott. I think Evans is an 89. I think he, he outranks Godwin, not by much. but I, think, I disagree. I, I, I think Evans is going to outrank Godwin. I do. I really do. Just based on a number of factors. Um, Shaq oh, Barrett though at ninety one. No, Shaq Barrett yards this season for sure. Yeah. So and then I'll say, I'll actually go with Willie. I think I think uh, Devin White's going to be highly rated too. I think he's I think he's going to be much better rated than. Um, I think high seventies, just simply because that's what Devin. Does. Oh yeah, my God. You're, you're home. You're no, drunk. no, no! Don't blame me. Do not blame me. And I'm not. Drunk. I am blaming uh, you. <laughs> you. Why, why are you blaming me? <laughs> no offense to Ruth or anything, but I think Gronk's going to be pretty low in the rankings when it comes I, to his. I position. would say I'd say Gronk's probably like a seventy-eight. Maybe. I would I would say in the seventies, probably yeah. low seventies. Okay, so who's who's the most overrated? On the Tampa Bay Bucks. Over, I don't know if anybody's overrated. Uh, can you overrate a Buccaneer? I don't. I don't you think you can never do that. No, I don't you can think never you can. do that. Unless, uh, unless his name, unless his name is Jameis Winston. Oh no, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun. Oh Jackson. yeah, DJ. Yeah, you can do that. DJ definitely overrated two years ago, three years ago. <laughs> anyway. All right, so we're going to move along, uh, and and we're you know going to just uh, again phone lines again. We just cleared them, so they're open for you. The numbers scrolling down there at the bottom, uh, so you guys can check that out there. And uh, what we're going to do now, 
And I'm sorry, uh, El Bushman, we weren't expecting uh, a fourth tonight, so I'm sorry. You may just have to. It's quite all right. And we'll you you can play too. How about that? We'll we'll. Oh, I always like to play games. It's fun. There you go. Play okay. games. Playing games with my heart. All right. Uh, anyway, so so here's what we're gonna do. Uh, Ruth has been asked to be the lovely quiz master, and she has come up with some questions. I got ten Ooh. questions for us. Ten questions. All right. So I'm assuming. That these are about the Buccaneers, correct? Yeah, these are all about the Buccaneers. Now, do not feel bad if you cannot answer all 10 of these questions because some of them are from dating back to the early stages of the Tampa Bay Bucks. So if you cannot answer these questions, do not feel like you're not a true fan. Okay? I'm going to mute my mic right now. <laughs> yeah, because I don't – I'm not going to lie. This is something that's been worrying me. Because, look, I'm a fan. I love the Bucks, but when it comes to trivia – I'm not always the best. I'm not. I remember useless things. I'll tell you you this. I'm I'm better at movie and TV trivia than I am sports trivia. And yes, that is a Backstreet Boys song. Anyway. What? Oh, her mic went out. So Uh, we can't hear. If we we did like Marvel trivia, now we can hear you. Okay. Yeah. We did like Marvel trivia, Star Wars trivia, then we'd be all right. Yeah. If this was Star Wars or or whatever. So we're going to do trivia. Buccaneers history and and fun stuff. All right. So, Ruth, you are commenting in the live comments. We will be giving a couple seconds after I ask each questions, and it is multiple choice, so that will be helping us out. So make sure that you are turn the comments comments. off because I don't want to see. I don't want to see the answer. I don't want to cheat. I want to see if I can actually get it. Chat. No, don't tell that because Donnie's going to be the first one to ruin it. He's going to jump on and give the answer. Right. (laughs) You know what? Just move. <laughs> Everyone move the chat into private. That's what I said. I don't think we can, do we? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you let's just click, click the tab. What tab? Oh, oh, yes. Okay, sorry. Take you know you were you were give, giving Ruth stick before about how to share a post on Facebook, and then you no no. I don't, I don't know what's going on because I've been hitting that share button, and I don't know if it's Facebook right now, but it's I not. Think it is. Yeah, actually, I agree because I went to go share it, and that that thing wasn't there either. So I'm. I've, I've shared it twice with no problem. So it might be you guys your internet. Shut right. your mouth. All right, next one. Here we go. Uh, Ruth, question number one. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Wait, wait, quick question. How are we going to answer these? Like, should we raise our hands or what else should we do? No, no, no. We'll all answer it. All answering. And we'll see who's right. So, yeah, you pick the order, Ruth. Okay, okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Nerve wracking. -wracking. Who was the first ever head coach of our Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Was it A, John McKay, B, Lehman Bennett? C. Ray Perkins or D. John Gruden. Oh, <laughs> okay. I think we're all going to go unanimously here on the count of three. Can we do it on three? One, two, three. John McKay. Wow. Hey. Hey. Okay, it was A, B, C, or D. So A. 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 Canada. A. I hope everybody else knew that in the comments. And if you didn't, you learned something new today. That's right, buddy. Coach in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers history was John McKay. All right. Um, Second yeah. question. Moving on. <laughs> what? Well, hold on. Oh, sorry, before you move on, he had some of the greatest quotes ever, Ruth. And if you get to read some of those quotes, you need to go and do yourself a favor. That's your homework. 
Go and read some oh, quotes. John McKay quotes. Oh my gosh, he was hilarious. Anyway, are they all football related? <laughs> oh yeah, yes, they are. Good. Oh, yeah. All right, second question, gentlemen. <clears throat> what quarterback led the Tampa Bay Bucks to their very first winning season? Oh, I thought these were very- hard. <laughs> you thought what? I thought these were difficult. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. What are the choices? Was it A, Steve Derberge? Uh, B, Doug Williams? Do you mean Steve DeBerg? DeBerg, yeah, sorry. C, Steve Burrier? DeBerg. Burrier. DeBerg. I'm terrible at pronouncing names. And then Vinny Testavarde. Testy oh, Verde. Testy Verde. Testy Verde. Testy Verde. Testy Verde. Wow. All right. So, A, B. <laughs> Bag a thousand. Uh, Bag a thousand. I'll tell you what the answer is. It's the one that you pronounce properly. It's yeah, Doug Williams. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Oh, this is great. I, I love her pronunciation of Testy Verde. Testy Verde? Testy Verde. Is it Tuesday, Evan? I, uh, I was it so. Steve Spurrier or... Like the bird. This might be another easy one. So the I comments are blowing up, by the way. I'm not looking at them, but I see like it shows the number in the corner and it's up to like 25. So obviously, you guys are having fun with this too. So let's Yay, keep good, good. All right. So, question three moving on. What coach did the Tampa Bay Bucks trade John Gruden. for just? Prior to the Super Bowl winning season in 2002, is it A? <laughs> no, nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so is it A, Tony Dungy? No. B, a hard one. Sam Winch. What? No. White. 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 All right. The white side. B, C, Bill Callahan, no. or D. John Gruden. John Gruden. John Gruden. John Gruden. Like John Gruden and the uh, Jonas. The, the John is silent. The, you know, you know, they traded John Gruden and, and he, you know, he came from Oakland. And, right. Uh, so, okay. You got that one right. Uh, fun fact instead of paying head coach John Gruden the raise that he had earned, the Raiders owner Al Davis opted to trade Gruden's rights to the Buccaneers in exchange for a first draft pick. Wait, for four draft picks and $8 million. Unfortunately for the Raiders, they would have to face Gruden and the Buccaneers in Super Bowl 37, where they lost to the Bucks 21 to 48. You know, there may be some people that have never seen that stuff. So this is helpful. This is, is helpful. Yeah. No. I, I feel like I learned a lot. I tell you what, we, we, need, to buy, we, need, to buy, we need to buy Ruth a microphone arm for her. Her studio. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I have donations. I'm willing to take them. Thank you. Um, you got Venmo, bro. <laughs> I, do. I do. Okay. <clears throat> Next question. You guys are doing great, by the way. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I think that. we're winning this game. Batting a thousand. Okay. Question four. What other expansion team joined the NFL in the nineteen? 19- 76 season along Ooh. with our Tampa Bay Bucks. Ooh, I do know this. Hey, the Jaguars, B, the Ravens, C, the Panthers, or D, the Seahawks. Seahawks. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Correct. Yes. 
yeah. next question. And you know what's funny is they played each other, by the way, and the Seahawks won. The Seahawks mm -hmm. won. They played each other that first year, and it was, it was embarrassing. Anyway. I thought these questions were supposed to be hard, Ruth. I know. Okay, well, yeah, these, these, these week, are just using his name. More heat, I promise. All right. Next All week, right. We'll more heat. Okay, question five. Reason is in. Question five. What quarterback did Tampa Bay trade away? Red Farm. <laughs> for the second and Steve fourth Young. round draft pick in 1987. Steve Young. Mm, wow, we had to bring this up, didn't we? Yeah. Steve yeah, Young. Steve Young. Yeah. What did you say, Steve Young? Steve Young. It was Steve Young. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Steve By Young. the way, that, that seems very... to be one of the biggest bu uh, busts. I don't, history. I think there were more than that. <laughs> that was probably one of the biggest bonehead mistakes they could have ever done. Ever. <clears throat> ever. Can I just can I just say something? Forever. 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 Willie, um, you're actually wrong. There was there's been a few um in the last couple of years alone. Are you looking at cheater? <laughs> yeah. Um there was Sammy Strauter and there was Michael Spurlock. Both receivers beginning with an S. Carry on, guys. All right. Quit cheating. <laughs> I'm just I'm so like zoned out. I like he's like it's so, so easy. I can't even focus. <laughs> you, you're not even All right, question me. six. All right. Moving on, gentlemen. Question six. Which Buccaneers rush which Buccaneer rushed for more Dingle? than a thousand yards in his very first rookie season? Cadillac Williams. Yeah, Cadillac Williams. Cadillac? Cadillac. Yeah. Didn't give me all right. Well, yeah, that Cadillac. Thanks, guys. yards with six touchdowns. What could have what could have what could have been? Interesting fact is Cadillac Williams. Cadillac Williams sees a thousand yards ever again throughout his NFL career. Yeah. What could have been? Yeah, what well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers could have been. Aaron so Rodgers. How, could how have does been. how does that happen? How does an NFL player come out of no 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 I got college, this. come out of the woodworks, you know, rush no. for that many yards, you know, make history his rookie season and then never touches it again. Like it's doesn't a, even come close. It's a Bucks life. Injuries. <laughs> it's a Bucks life. Weak that's, knees. That's why. Weak knees. John McKay. Basically, that's why. <laughs> basically, like weak ass knees. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, basically he had like rushed. devastating knee injuries. Like he had a devastating knee injury, like he two years in a row, man. It yeah, like bad. as soon as he came back, it was like another one. This, like, I feel like this question is 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 obvious now. But yes, they did actually have the first rap commercial on Fox 13. Willie Weems, right there. Good stuff. How many more questions we got, Ruth? Because I have a bonus question. Three, 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 three. Well, you can give me your bonus question right now. Well, the bonus question you after the regular questions. You can't just. Oh, right, right. Okay. Question seven. <clears throat> Which Buccaneer is the only player in NFL history with 45 plus interceptions and 25 plus sacks? Okay. Wow. Is, it a, is it A, Derek Brooks, B, Donnie Abraham, C. Rondé Barber. Rondé. Rondé Barber. Rondé. Or D. Cedric Brown. I'm gonna go Derek Brooks. I I'm gonna go Rondé. 
I'm going to say Derek Brooks too on this. Ronde doesn't. Clark, you are the champion for question seven. You got it right with Ronde Brooks. With sacks? Ronde Brooks. Ronde Brooks. Ronde Barber. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. I knew a Ronde Brooks in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Ronde Brooks. Oh, yeah. We played that boy. Yeah. Yes. Ronde Barber finished wow. his career with 47 interceptions and 28 sacks. 28. He also he had that, he had that many sacks. The NFL wow. record for the yep. most consecutive starts by a defensive back. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Ronde had wow. an amazing. And the, do you know what? The only sort of reason why I know like a couple of really obscure facts about Ronde Barber is I, I wrote an article for Books Life Media a while ago talking about when Ronde was being sort of inducted into the Ring of Honor. Um, and yeah, some of these like really crazy stats like came up. He had like more sacks than like most outside linebackers did in his, his career, but he was utilized on the cornerback blitz low because he was really, really good at it. And he knew like he had help over the top. It was yeah. the perfect defense and that he thrived in. So yeah. I understand the argument against him being in the hall, but. Then again, I don't. No, there's no argument. Yeah. He should be in. Yeah. No, he should yeah, definitely. I just talked about no way. He's being the ring too. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Question eight. We're moving on. <clears throat> How many of Tampa Bay's six touchdowns in Ronnie Super Brooks. Bowl? Shut. In <laughs> Super Bowl. In Super Bowl thirty-seven, were defensive. Test of day. <laughs> Taco, Taco Testaverde. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doesn't he play on the defensive line with Nacho? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. This is great. All right. I'm sorry. Do you I think, see what I have to work with? Please I think, repeat the question. I think Cadillac, I think Cadillac uh, had one of those. I think. <laughs> All right. I'll repeat the question. How many of the Bay's six touchdowns in Super Bowl 37 were defensive scores. Five, three, four, or two. I'm I'm gonna go five on this. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Bushman on this. Four. I'm gonna say five. They had a lot that game. All they right, I finally lot. stumped all of you guys. The answer is three. The Bucks. Wow. The Bucks face it wasn't a lot. The Bucks had caught uh I'm sorry. The Bucks in your Go ahead. Listen, in my defense, I was really hammered that game. So I, if, <laughs> to remember all of that, <laughs> that's – come on. I mean, come on. The Bucks intercepted Raiders QB Rich – Yeah, so they – Gammon. Ham. Ham. He threw five interceptions to the Tampa Bay defense in that single game, and only three of those oh. were ran back for touchdowns. So I know Derek – had one. He had one. Dexter Jackson had two. Yep. And then it wasn't touchdowns though. And then who did Dex actually Derek had two interceptions in that game, didn't he? Uh yes. I no, wait, no. Um Brooks had the one interception that he returned back to the house. Yeah, Ronnie yeah. had, um, Ronnie no, had no, two no. and Dexter Jackson had three, didn't he? And then Smith Smith had one. That's yeah. right. That was the other yeah. Smith there had one. Correct. And okay. the Tampa Bay Bucks still hold um, the most interceptions in a single Super Bowl. Yeah, they do. Because they knew the playbook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously, like, Slug they didn't even change. Slug <laughs> team go. Slug team go. 
Pump when, fake. when you've got like, like I know the, the common myth is that John Lynch called out Rich Gannon just before the the like the interplay happened, and then it was intercepted back for a touchdown. It is actually a myth. He didn't call him out, and then immediately they score a defensive touchdown. Um, also, Dwight but, yeah. had two, Dexter had two, and Derek Brooks had one. One, yes. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Ooh. Moving on. This is actually an easy question, but it's a two-part question, so don't answer it right away. Okay. <laughs> question nine. How many games did the Bucks win in their very first NFL season? Um, the second part of the question is how many games did they not even score? Oh, that's the second part. I, First part was five, right? No, they, didn't they start 0-26? Yeah. They didn't win no. any games. So that's a trick question. Yes, so very first season of the Tampa Bay Bucks, yeah. the only NFL it team to not tag. win a game. Yeah, it was, they didn't win anything. But how they many games won. did they not score? See, that's a good one. Um, Four games. What's the multiple choice, Ruth? I know you got it. Oh, uh, five, four, three, and six. I'm sticking with four. I'm going to go three. I'm going to go three. I'm going to four. You guys are all wrong. I stumped you guys again. Congratulations to me. Anyways, they went five games that NFL season Uh, in 2006 without even scoring. You know, yeah, what? I, I want to comment on this one because all of you out there that are watching right now, which thank you, by the way, for watching. But all of you that are watching right now, don't ever complain about being a Bucks fan if you weren't a Bucks fan in 76. <laughs> because they were awful. They found ways to lose games. You know that commercial, uh, El Bush fan, that's like, uh, it's the beer commercial. It's like, you play to win the game. And of then course. The guy interviews him, and he's like, do you ever play to lose the game? Like, that's that's how the 76 and 77 bucks <clears throat> little business. As Charles Barkley would say, they're terrible. Oh, man, that, that is terrible. Ooh, no, no, no. They're, 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 terrible. they're absolutely they're terrible. terrible. They're terrible. They're terrible. Absolutely they're terrible. terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> what rookie QB like almost question. played the Super Bowl in Tampa? What rookie QB almost played Super Bowl in Tampa? Hmm. That's a good one. Vinny Testa Verde. Testa Taco. Testa Verde. Testa Taco Verde. Testa Taco Verde. <laughs> I don't know okay, the answer to that. Hey, I've got, a, I've got a bonus question for you guys. What? Wait, wait, wait. I have one more. Have oh, one yeah, one more. more. Last one, last one, last one. Okay. How many interceptions did Vinny Testa Verde throw go. in his second season with the Bucks? <clears throat> a lot. Less than Jameis Winston. That's my answer. I'm gonna oh, say. Sure. I'm gonna but say nine. I'm gonna say I want the multiple choice. James, what did what did you say? I, I said I want the multiple choice. No, no, no. Flash. No, me. I said less than James. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's correct. Apparently, that's right. That's the winner right there, everybody. <laughs> Go ahead, Britt Buck. Um, no, I'm sorry. the The options are. <clears throat> 30, 25, 28, and 35. Now, you know what? Now that you say that, I'm going to say 35. I'm going to say 35, yeah. Because <laughs> now, now you got me second guessing myself. 35. 
Yes, it is 35. 35. In 1988, Vinny threw 13 touchdowns and 35 interceptions. He cited an excuse to the press conference after the game that he suffers from color blindness. Oh, almost not, like <clears throat> almost like squinting. Yeah, like squinting. There was a billboard erected in Tampa at the time with the background of orange that stated, Vinny, do you think this is blue? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, that's messed up. Why can't the NFL be that fun anymore? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it is the no fun league. That's, it's like, that's like asking a deaf person, can you hear this? Oh, <laughs> wow. That's messed right. up, bro. Let's go to the bonus round quickly. Elbush me a bonus round. Which ex-NFL oh, – I'm sorry. Which ex-Buccaneer did I see – Drunk off his ass at the lodge up in Tampa a couple of years ago. Is it How A? You know that? I, well, I only know this. A, a, Josh Freeman. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, that, B, that's a full runner. B, Warren Sapp. Oh, wow. C, Jameis Winston. Nah. Or D, Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you this. Was, was this person handing out drinks? <clears throat> no. Because if he wasn't, it's definitely not Jameis. So we're going to just take him out. Okay. I, I'm going to say – boy, this is a toss-up. I, I want to say A. Freeman. I'm going to go Warren Sapp. I'm I'm going with Freeman as well. And Britt Buck and Ruth would be right. It is Josh Freeman oh. for the win. Please tell us the background story. How did this happen? Yeah, let's, let's like, what unfolded? Did you take a shot with him? No, 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 no. So I was uh, – I was. Shot? This play, this place was called the Lodge. It's not there anymore. Uh, it's up in Tampa. There's somebody calling in. Looks like it. Um, <clears throat> this place is called the Lodge. It was up in Tampa um, before it closed down a couple years, a few years ago. And I was there with my buddies, and there was this table on our our side where you know there's model looking girls. There's a couple of guys over there, and this guy with a collared shirt on, looking really sweaty, looking really hammered off his butt. Uh, and I, I looked over at my my friend who's also a Bucks fan too. I'm like, isn't that Josh Freeman? He's like, that definitely is Josh Freeman. And this guy was dancing on the tables, you know, drenched in sweat, just kind of doing foot six of them. All six foot six of them. Yeah, he looked like he hadn't slept in days. I was like, and this is, I think, right after the Bucks had released him, and I think he had signed with the Giants uh, with them. All so right. I, that so was just right gonna have that. to cut you off there. We got our first caller of the night. Uh, go ahead and tell us your name and where you're calling from. What's going on, guys? It's Joe Carlino, downtown Falcons. How you doing? Hey, Joe Carlino calling in, and, and he's been a former guest on our show. What's going on this evening? Oh, nothing much. It's a nice, uh, nice quiet evening in you know, sunny Florida. Uh, yeah, we all we all know how that feels, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. I enjoyed the day at the beach. It was beautiful. It's hot as hot as balls in Florida. Yes, thank it you was for reminding so us. hot. It's quite pleasant up in Canada. <laughs> Shut up, Rip. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so anyway, what what uh, what's on your mind? Oh, I just wanted to call in, you know, see how you guys were doing tonight and everything. Well, we're uh, we're learning we're learning how to uh pronounce names. That's mm. fun. Yes. Fun. Test the test the Taco Tuesday birthday. Uh, uh, Ron Brooks has been my favorite one. 
You know, I, I kind of want some tacos sure, now because we're talking about Testa Verde now. Damn. I had burritos for dinner. I had is chicken. Like, is I it like salsa, like salsa Verde? I want a plate of nachos with the not the yellow nacho cheese now with some jalapenos, man. I man. Uh, you want to get some like get some craft cheese whiz, melt that in the microwave. It's nearly the same thing. This no, I think good. I might just go down to Taco Bell and get some. So this is a good question. This is a good question from Scott here, and we'll see if Joe Carlino has the answer to this one. Uh, who has the most receptions as a Buccaneer with the least amount of touchdowns? That's a good one. Most, most amount of receptions by a buck with the least amount of touchdowns. Yes. Hmm. That's a good one. Joe Jervicious? That, that, That's a good guess. Huh. That, uh, Jervicious is a nice one. I'm, I'm going to throw out – I'm going to throw out a, uh, one out of left field. What about Vincent Jack? Vincent Jack. Oh, Okay. I mean, he caught the ball a lot. He, when Jameis was was here, though, he had a lot of of really good uh, touchdowns with him. Though, so I don't know. I'm kind of leaning toward Duravicious too. I don't know if that's the right answer, but Scott, give it Scott Bradford, give us I, the answer when you see. I'm this. gonna just sort of jump in just with a very left field guess. Sammy Strauder. I remember him catching the ball a lot, but he didn't score very many touchdowns. Sammy Strauder. Who? Strauder. Uh, Sammy Strauder. Back yeah, when we had like Mike Williams, Aurelius, Ben, Sammy Strauder, they were like 17, 18, 19. Uh, Mike Evans. No, just kidding. Definitely not Mike Evans. Um, Keyshawn, that's a good guess. Keyshawn's a good guess, Donnie. I like mm. that. But I don't think that's right. Scott, give us the freaking answer. <laughs> yeah. ask questions and not give us the answer. Tony Pellegrino, you want to be on the show? Give us a phone call. And uh, you can join here in just a second. So what are you? It is right. It is Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, congratulations, nice. Donnie! Good, good wow, guess, Donnie. It was Key. It was Keyshawn. Wow. Yeah, Keyshawn. He had one touchdown. Wow. One. Yeah. Key, Keyshawn only had one touchdown for the box. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It makes you look back That's and go, "Man, what a disappointment." Right. <laughs> Joe, would you still consider Keyshawn a valuable player, even though he didn't score points? Yeah, uh, I mean, Keyshawn was a was a good player back back in the early uh, early two thousands. I mean, I think he, as I remember, he had two or three seasons in Tampa, but he was. That, but I know he was part of that O two team that uh, beat up beat up on Gruden's old team. Yeah, he led the team in receptions too. That that's the even that's the crazier part of it. Mm. Wow. That's pretty impressive. All right. Well, Joe, uh, Joe, we're going to let you go here. Uh, but, Joe, tell us uh, anything fun you got going on. And, Joe, please give us a, 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 what you think the season is going to turn out for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He did already a few weeks ago. Did you not watch the show? <laughs> that, 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 that's to be Ruth's homework this week, to remember what I, what I predicted for the Bucks. Oh. I guess I'll just watch that whole episode over again. Yeah. Yeah. Which you can do where, Ruth? On fanstreamsports.com. I mean, uh, all, all I gotta say, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I thank you guys, you know, for giving me the chance, you know, to you guys. I mean, I, I like, I like what you guys are doing. I mean, it's the first time I, I think I joined on, and uh, I think Evan was on here. I think I saw Evan on the live stream, so you know, Evan was up there. What's up, buddy? Um, I mean, uh, we're just, you know, getting ready for. Getting ready for NFL season, guys. I mean, yes, it's sir. right around the corner, and 
think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna purchase the uh, the MVP edition later tonight. Ah, okay, okay. Nice. All right. Well, thank, thanks yeah. for calling in, Joe. Thanks Bye, Joe. Have a great night. See you next Monday. You, you too, guys. Right. That was really fun. Okay, cool. That was fun. Good time. Oh, my gosh. I, we're having echo issues today. His lone touchdown was a game winner against Detroit in Tampa. Okay. You know what the crazy thing is, though? It's like he, he would get plenty of receptions, but when you've got Mike Allstott and you're within 10 yards of the goal line, there's only one thing that you're doing. Right. Yeah. All right, last one, last question, and this looks like it's tough. Who has the longest interception pick six in Bucks history? It happened versus Green Bay. Warren Sapp. What? <laughs> oh, that was a fumble recovery. That was a Ronde, fumble recovery. Ronde Brooks. That's what I'm going to say. Ronde Brooks, everybody. I, I I I think it was um, Derek Dexter Abraham. Mm. What? <laughs> David. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, no, legit guess. Let's see. So it was uh, Green Bay. Tlaib. That's actually a really good guess, and that's what uh, Buck Dad said. Buck Dad's joining us. What's oh. up, buddy? Donnie Abraham. <laughs> Um, the lad comments. Oh, yeah. I guess I could probably turn those back on, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, I Wasn't that the game where Warren Sapp had the cheap shot and then he scored the touchdown afterwards? It was a 95 yard return. Wow. Was it to leave? Yeah. Wasn't to leave? Man, yeah, I really I'm, I'm going for a keep to leave still. All right. What you. He intercepted Brett Favre. Okay, so that was um, like it wasn't. It wasn't Talib then. No. Oh, let's see. Because they, I know they played the Green Bay Packers the year they went. Didn't they play them the year they went to the Super Bowl? I think they played them that year. Yeah, they played them that year. They went to the Super Bowl because that was the the game everybody thought they were going to lose because it was a cold weather game and the Bucks don't play well in cold weather and they was up at Lambeau and that was the what game. What am I doing now? It was the game that they whooped up on on on, on the Packers. I Brian remember. Kelly, Tony Pellegrino says Brian Kelly. Um, I'm going to sort of come out of left field. Tanner Jackson. That's an interesting guess. See, there. Brett Favre played a long time. Here's a hint. Still with the organization. Was it Derek? Wait, but when he says with the organization, does he mean like playing with the organization? Probably not. No, 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 no. No, no I think it's Derek Brooks. I'm gonna say Derek. Give us the answer, Scott. Tell us the answer, friend. Stop <laughs> hinting and tell us what's up. Let me know when you where you get these trivia questions. There's there's a delay, everybody. So that's why this this is why. Oh my gosh. Let's get this going, Scotch. I mean, come on, Scott. Get ready right the answer. <laughs> Do you want to hug Scott? Let's go. <laughs> come on, Scott. Right. With the show. Right. The info. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm so I'm so thankful. I hope it was Hardy Nickerson. That's my favorite. My favorite guy. Joe Animal Fulford's on with us. Savvy Piscatelli. <laughs> my money's on Sabby. Sheldon Corals. Sheldon Corals. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, wow. He's still with the Bucks too. He's in the front office. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, you can actually. It's really funny because a few years ago, he uh, he was on. They, you know that we were on Hard Knocks a few years ago, and uh, 
uh, what's called Quarles was the guy that would call the players and say, you're cut. So that was really fun. That was good times. I'm sure he loves that job. Yes. You know? Scott, we should have Scott be a quiz master, but I, I'm telling you, if Scott was a quiz master, we'd never, I don't know if we'd ever get one. Right. Oh yeah. Like which player was wearing number four in the preseason in 1987 that went on to wear number 87. <laughs> what was the game time temperature in 1997? Which Bucks uh, player had the first sip of Gatorade in their inaugural season? <laughs> <laughs> I, had one cold I will say, I will say Scott, uh, Scott has a lot of knowledge, man. Scott Bradford. He's a good, good friend of the show. Next time no, on the Sale Podcast Trivia. He's still asking Finish. questions. All right. Well, why don't we do this, guys? We're going to wrap it up here. Uh, final thoughts from everybody. You can talk about whatever you need to talk about uh, real quick. Oh, look at Donnie. Aww. Your smile brightens up my Mondays. Just give the man a chance, Ruth. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Bye. You, you got what I need. <laughs> you say, he's a friend. No, you got to sing it like the guy in that. No, you gotta sing it like oh, the baby, band. you! From the soul. All right, now, Butch man, final thoughts uh, from set the sales tonight. Uh, make sure to tune into Sports Caffeine tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. via Facebook Live and Periscope. Uh, James is actually taking over hosting duties, so I can be a part of the dais. And, I don't know what I'm answer doing. questions. <laughs> You'll do fine. <laughs> You'll do fine. Just don't. Hey, me. welcome to Sports Caffeine. Are you ready? Here don't do go. it like that, or I'll mute your mic. Don't do it. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. Need to have a radio voice. Hey, I need to quit having my radio voice. I need just to like. No, we appreciate radio voice. I love it. Like, it's uh, it's I actually can do that. The voice. I know you got the voice of the the sports caffeine. I, I think I've got that down now. It's time to wake up. With sports caffeine, like, no, it's, it's time to wake up, recover from last night's mess. Recover Come on, yeah, James. That's, that's, right. Right. that's right. That's right. Sorry, you guys got a really. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though, Evan, like my my fiance watches this and calls you the guy with the radio voice. Yeah, oh, I appreciate because that. it's so smooth. It is. It's oh, smooth. Well, I appreciate it. Oh, All right, so wrapping up episode twelve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, root the truth. Uh, final thoughts from set the tales. What's uh, episode twelve, phenomenal trivia night went well. We will definitely, I will be definitely be back next Monday with some better questions, something a little more cool. tough about the guys. So make sure to tune in next Monday at, uh, at eight p.m. for set the sales. And uh, everyone, keep your fingers crossed. I have a deposition at the end of the week to be on a radio show in Tampa. So that's something I am working on. The JP show? No. <laughs> Where did this come from? Why don't Why don't we get to be on the radio anyway? Well, wait, I wait. Hold wow. on a second. A deposition? Are you like being examined? Uh, pretty much. I have a meeting to do like a proposal for why I should have this radio slot. So. Wow. It's are, him. Are we, we going to yeah, be on? I'm meeting with the owners of uh, Genesis, Genesis Communications, which is the same company that I interned for. So they already love me. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Which is the I'm same company the JP show is on, Genesis Communications. I will be on. Yeah. So me and JP will be working side by side, probably at the um, Largo studio in Tampa. <laughs> and I'm hoping to be filling in a slot uh, every, every Saturday at 11 a.m. till 1230. 
So since it's on Saturday, it definitely will be like pre-Bucks talk. So Where's the yes, damn still, new button? still in the works. So just need everybody to keep their fingers crossed for your girl because, uh, yeah, she's trying to move on the radio. Yeah, because she's getting success and we're all just here. All right, Britt Buck. Uh, Britt Buck, you're next. Uh, final thoughts, sir. Outside of feeling replaced. <laughs> I said Saturdays. You guys still own me on Mondays. I promise. <laughs> oh, own. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Hey, hey, Ruth. Hashtag me too. Come on now. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of thinking maybe that I should develop my own radio voice yeah. and speak completely differently for an entire show because <laughs> you can do no, that sort of thing. Your accent. That's the whole on the radio. All white, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> I so love there you, I was. I love when you say literally. That's my literally. Is, it, I love when you it say it is literally. Literally, this literally is my accent. Literally. <laughs> So anyway, there I was, going up the apples and pears, and I couldn't believe my mince pies. <laughs> <laughs> what? And with that, everybody, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, thank you so much to everybody. Thank you, of course, to uh, Evan L. Bushman, of course, for joining us. He's always on with us anyway. So he, he's a friend of the show at this point. And uh, we want to thank you all so much for tuning in. We had a lot of great talk tonight, a lot of great fun, a lot of great trivia. Check us out. If you want to check out the replay of all this madness, you can listen to us on Anchor. You can also listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere where podcasts are available. And uh, we will see you next Monday night right here on Set the Sales, the podcast. Enjoy your week. Stay safe and love each other. And for goodness sakes, wear a mask. And as always, as we end every show, let's go. go. Bucks. 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 Wow, you had me muted. Buccaneers. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> you know how I feel when you go to the radio. Have a great week, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Set the Sales. Listen to us on Apple Podcast, a Bucks Life Media production in association with FanStreamSports.com. See you next Monday on Set the Sales.